So, so my question, my is, question is, who could it be? We don't, we don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book does affect you most emotionally. Yeah. yeah. That's the question. I want to shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, 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 I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of our new podcast. Uh, ten- tentatively calling this the Tony G Show. Um, there is a reason for that. We can get into that later. This is meant not to to be separate from the regular Comic Vine podcast, but sort of to to take the place of the ask. And you shall receive answers uh, videos. So uh, the, re- the reason is when I edit those, you know, because there's usually um, it's, it's, it's close to like, like an hour's worth of footage. And in editing all that, going through all the questions, you know, that's not really the problem. But it's just cutting the video and then the exporting, the, the processing time, and the, the uploading. It, it's, it's, it takes a long time to do. So I'm thinking... The videos are mainly just me talking, throwing up some some random goofy comic images. It's like, do we really need that to be video format? So, it's I, I decided, you know, why not do it podcast form? Because this way, it's actually going to take me less time. Because I just sit here in the studio, I'm talking to myself. I'm here all alone. Just like I'm normally in my home office all alone with the, the camera. You don't need to see my pretty face. You can see that in the other videos. So it's just going to be you know, me talking, answering your questions, and just you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I'm not saying that the, the other format is, is dead, that you know, there will be no more Ask and You Shall Receive. You know, I think there was, there was a 25 episodes of that and i don't want to call this you know a continuation of ask and you shall receive because i may mix things up a little bit you know if if possible you know maybe the the stars will line up and you know i'll, I'll get someone in on a podcast or not a podcast on, on a skype call you know i i'm sort of indifferent to skype calls on podcasts because you know especially we, we've done it before when we've had you know um like like norm and sarah and and sometimes Corey. When you have too many people and then someone on a Skype, it's like one time we had Matt Elfring, that inferior ego guy. And I think it's hard for the person on the other line to be part of the conversation when there's so many other people. Because what it comes down to, when you're podcasting with others, you have to jump in there and you have to cut people off. They cut you off. But when you're sitting on the other end of a phone or your computer, you you can't really you know, do that. And so... If if it's more, you know, if there's less people talking, you know, it'd be more interviewed style, but it could be conversation style. So, you know, we'll see if, if you know, we get other people on here. So it won't just be me answering your questions and you receiving answers. You know, there, there could be a little more other thing. And, you know, maybe at some points I'll, I'll take a little tangent and, and talk about something that happened in the comic or, you know, just, just a little more exploration on that. But the, the hopes for today is that my voice will make it because... Um, what, when I'm recording this, I'm actually recording this, uh, the week before you guys are hearing this and before I go out to, to long, long beach. And 
I just got done doing a two hour and 15 podcast with Sarah since I won't be here Friday and since Corey wasn't here Friday. So um, we'll see how long I last here. But we will start with your questions. So this is from the Ask G-Man video thread. So hopefully you guys whose questions are getting answered here aren't going to get upset that your questions aren't appearing in video, but they're going to appear in podcast form. I figured this way it's easier for you to take this content on the go, whether it's on your phone, on your iPad or wherever, listen to it in your car, at the gym, on the bus and all that, rather than if you're watching on video, you're kind of tied more to to actually you know sitting in front of your computer or somewhere or your whatever you know smart device and watching it. And you know some people said they just play them in the background, but then you know you don't really need it to be video. So hopefully you won't have a problem with me answering them here. So you can ask your questions there. So it's in a general discussion. If there's a pin thread, ask G-Man video questions. And I also um, on Twitter. So you can you know send me questions at um, G-Man from Heck. And, you know, using the hashtag, I will still take questions from the hashtag and I'll answer some. Just hashtag AskGman and, you know, I'll get your questions there. So we are on page 19 on the the discussion boards. So the first question comes from Bat Mannery. Also, I want to say that by me doing it this way, it's going to really keep me on my toes because I'm not going to be able to cut in between questions. So we'll see how this goes. Bat Mannery says, why are people still stuck with the notion that Marvel characters are more relatable than the DC characters, even though that isn't true? Uh, you know, either way, you're looking at, at, at imaginary characters, fictitious characters, superheroes, you know, superpowers. I always, you know, I always felt that there was a, a clear distinction. The DC universe seemed a little more realistic, and the Marvel one seemed a little more. Um, fantastical, you know, it was a little more superhero-y. Um, I don't know why people would, would I, I don't know if I've really heard this, this this argument, this discussion that Marvel characters are more relatable. I think, actually, now that you bring that up, what I think it is, is Marvel, especially like in the Stan Lee days, there was a lot more emotion to the characters. You know, that's where we, we saw that these characters weren't perfect. They were flawed. They all had problems. You know, Peter Parker had so many problems, you know, trying to, you know, keep the secret from his aunt trying to make sure she's you know she was able to get her her medication and you know trying to get a job and you know trying to keep a girlfriend which he couldn't do you know the, the thing he was dealing with being the thing you know being in the rock form all the time versus in the dc universe you know what you had bruce wayne trying to you know balance his playboy status or you know clark kent you know he he had some emotion where you know he's he's trying to, to win over lois lane but she was in love with with superman but it just seemed like you got more of it, more more emotion, more more problems, you know, that people could relate to. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of in that situation. I don't have spider powers, but you know, I'm I'm not, you know, this the popular guy, or I had these other responsibilities, so I can't always do, you know, what I want to. Uh, next question, and if there's a slight pause there, it's for me taking a drink of water to make sure I don't lose my voice. Second question comes from Hayden Claire Heroes. Hayden Claire Heroes. Um, are you guys planning any more new segments for the site? I'm always open for new segments, and you know, I'm I'm always you know like like this. This you can consider this a new segment in in some ways. Um, doing like like the best stuff in comics that that was a new segment. That's something I've actually wanted to do for a while, and it, you know, we just started doing it. You know, Greg came up with the idea of doing the best battles of the week, and you know, Sarah and I, you know, and Matt, you know, we we in the beginning we we did um, best covers of the week. 
so yeah, I mean, there, there's always doing something new. You know, Greg reviewing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, we're gonna see how that goes. You know, doing more animated, you know, show reviews discussions, <clears throat> and hopefully, you know, I'd love to do more more video um, new features. So you know, I'll have to discuss that with Sarah. See if she has any ideas. I'm thinking now that I'm doing this, if I continue this in this format, that will free up. Um, the Tuesdays when I spend pretty much all day editing it where, you know, maybe I can do something else and, you know, maybe it could be more subscriber content, you know, like a shorter video and not, you know, something that's going to take, you know, so many hours to edit and process or, you know, trying to go back and doing the occasional off my mind, you know, video style that, that I would do on occasion. So, yeah, well, I mean, I'm always open. So we'll have to see how things work out and, you know, maybe we'll do some more things around the office. We'll see. Killer of Trolls says, what is your favorite anime or manga? Um, if, if I have to go all time, I'm going to go classic with Speed Racer, even though, you know, that was totally Americanized with the, the translation. But that's just, you know, I, I caught that, you know, as, as a kid, I, I caught the episodes on this one channel that, that showed, you know, repeats. I wasn't alive when it first aired, but... There was just something about it. I mean, just the, the car could do all these things. It was just so cool. And then, of course, there's, you know, Battle of the Planets, which was based off a of Gotcha Man. And, you know, that was translated and there were some, like, re-edits. Um, you know, wasn't as good as the original, but I just, I love, you know, G-Force, just, you know, all those guys. So I would say that those are my favorite if I go old school. Um, current, um, newer stuff, uh, I really got into Death Note. You know, I, I you know, reading the books and, and, and watching it. So I would say that would be like me. I don't know if that's my all time favorite current one, but that's what immediately comes to mind. Uh, what are my thoughts about crossovers of manga and comic? I think if there's a good story, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I think it would depend. I mean, it'd be interesting to see, you know, our, is it going how would, would it be depicted? Would it be in comic form or would it be in, in manga form, you know, in, in terms of the art style? Um, what manga and comic, in your opinion, should have a crossover? Um, well, I guess we can say we don't need Dragon Ball Z and you know Marvel or DC characters because people don't seem to like that. Uh, it would be you know like what about something like like you know Death Note and Justice League Dark? You know what would they do if they were trying to go after that? You know could there be a connection there? Um, but <laughs> I I just want to say you know. Battle of the Planets. You know, for a while, Top Cow was doing some, and it was it was good. I'd love to see that. You know, um, so if we look at Gotcha Men or Battle of the Planets, you know, they're they're supposed to be teens. So what if we actually now? If, if I'm talking my my dream thing, I would love to see Battle of the Planets with the '80s Teen Titans with the, with the Marvel Wolfman, George Perez Teen Titans, and just see how that would go. That would be really cool. Fighting Zoltar. Ugh. Um. The Spidey Guy asks, if I've ever read any fan fictions, um, I can't really say that I have. I, I know after interviewing Max Landis for his, his Action Comics run, he I, I guess he did a, a Shocker fanfic. He really likes Shocker. And someone linked to it, and I, I had the tab open. I haven't read it yet. But I, I, I my problem is I just I don't have any time. And I'm sure there's some really great stuff out there. But for me, it would be a matter of finding the really good stuff from the average stuff or the not so good stuff. And you know, we we have some on on the site, um, but it's 
it's it's something I wish wish I could do more because I'm sure there's so much great stuff out there. And you know, sometimes when like certain TV shows get canceled, you know, people you know continue, you know, and there could be some really good stuff out there. But I would need some recommendations if anyone has any like really superb, over the top, or maybe even if it's on our forums, you know, in our fanfic forums, you know, I I, I really honestly truly wish I I could check those out. But it's like I can barely read each week's comics, you know. Kata Katyev. So um, five posts. So I'm I'm glad. Hopefully you haven't been discouraged because this has been like a month and three weeks that I'm trying to catch up. Um, I was wondering what is good ongoing X-Men series with Wolverine that I can jump straight into from issue one and don't have to know much about the previous history. I was thinking Wolverine and X-Men or Uncanny X-Force or just Wolverine. Wolverine and the X-Men would be a good choice, although it's on issue 18. I think just just came out. Um, you could go back in there. There's some repercussions from, from Schism, you know, why Wolverine's starting a school and, you know, his, his stuff against Cyclops. The problem with, with if, if you go back to issue one, there's going to be some Avengers versus X-Men tie-in issues. But I think for the most part, you know, they, 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 they will still stand on their own. Um, Wolverine will not be an X-Force anymore with Marvel now about to come up. And there's going to be Savage Wolverine, which I would imagine you can easily jump in there. Um, my, I, my, what I, what I know about it is he wakes up in a savage land. He's not sure how he got there. And then he's going to team up with, with Shauna, the she devil. So you could, I'm sure all of the Marvel now ones are going to be, you know, new reader accessible. So you, you can check that out. <clears throat> um, and then I think he's also supposed to be an uncanny Avengers, but he wasn't really, he was in the first one a little bit. So, you know, if you want some Wolverine and Avengers, you can check him out there. Um, Slav boy is asking for the fourth time, and I believe I've answered this, if I believe that race, as in skin color, really matters when you're casting someone as a supervillain or supporting character, like if the character Black Manta was portrayed by a white guy. So I answered this, I think it was a couple weeks ago, that it depends on the character and how strong the race matters. Like I mentioned, you know, Michael Clark Duncan um, as a kingpin, that worked because, you know, he was a great actor and he did a great job. But if you got a white guy like Black Manta, I don't think... You know that 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 should happen. Eider Glast, I think that's how you say it. E i d e r g l a s t. Eider Glast. Is it possible that DC Flashpoint event is just a marketing ploy? If most of the series sales plummets, they can revert back to the real timeline. I sure wish this happens. I don't think it. I think New Fifty Two is here to stay. You know, it's it's we're into the second year now. It's been successful. You can consider it a success. You know, sales have increased. Um, you know, for the longest time, you know, DC was in Marvel's shadow and they, they ruled the sales charts, you know, several times, most of the time. And, you know, more people are, have, the sales have dropped, you know, they're not the, the same as they were when it first started, but they're still strong and, you know, people are still checking them out. So I don't see them, them going back. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, can, can you remember everything that happened in like the final issue right before Flashpoint? So it would be just weird going back because then the other question would be, well, would the series pick up from the exact issue where they left off? You know, have the characters aged at all? You know, time goes by a lot slower, but let's say, you know, maybe a few months go by or a year, you know, the, the have they aged at all? Are they aware of anything happening? And, you know, then we got, what about like new characters or some characters even change a little bit. So 
you know, some characters that have de-aged a little. So I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think this is what we got. Better for worse, this is where we're going, and they're just going to make the most out of it. Because if they decide to go back, I think they would just start doing gradual changes in the characters rather than completely going back to the, the entire universe. LVR says, what do you think about Russian characters? Should they be stereotypic like Vanguard, Vanguard Red Guardian, Ursa Major, etc., with all with those hammers, sickles, and red stars, or should they be symbolically neutral like Dark Star or Titanium? And I think, yeah, they they should not be stereotypical because, especially you know, in the eighties when you know some of these characters came out, you know, or when we had the Cold War still going, you know, it's like since then we don't need to see all that. You know, not every you know Russian character is going to be a, a communist, you know, trying to you know overthrow the U.S. government. I just think you know you can easily have a character from Russia that has doesn't really care about the politics so so yeah i i think we don't need all 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 that you know thrown in there um second question everybody knows you're a huge fan of batman so i'd like to ask which batman you like most dick grayson who is not bruce wayne but still has classic style or the new 52 bruce wayne who is not as dark and wears some kind of armor this is a tough one because i mean if, if you want to talk about dick grayson uh, batman you know i think about Scott Snyder's detective comics run when um, black mirror that like really introduced me to Scott Snyder. And I mean, it was, it was phenomenal. And when Dick first started being Batman, you know, I was, I was a little on the fence with it, but you know, it, it really, he started growing on me and, you know, you could see how he was doing his own thing as Batman. He wasn't just being Batman. You know, everyone complains like Batman smiling, you know, that just seems out of character. But I, I always thought as, you know, Dick's like, I'm, I'm friggin' Batman here. And, you know, he couldn't help but have that smile on his face when he realized what he was doing. And, you know, and, but then after he got over that and then, you know, he started doing more acrobatic stuff like he usually does. But, you know, with like the cape, it was it was a little weird. But I guess I'd have to go with New 52 Bruce Wayne because, you know, when I think about what Scott Snyder is also doing there – with with bruce i mean it's it's phenomenal so um batman should be bruce wayne you know as as great as dick was during the time it should it should be batman third question which of the marvel global events do you consider the best and the worst so this is tough um just talked about this on the podcast on the other podcast last week um like you know civil war i thought was really really good you know for the time it you know pitted hero against hero um i still like secret invasion that was good um but of course like avengers versus x-men you know that that had its faults world war hulk was really good but it didn't feel like a global event you know it was just mainly in the hulk title even though there's other characters um and as far as the worst uh i'm trying to think of what other ones there were but like if you know fear itself kind of like fizzled out um, there's something else, not Siege. Siege was okay, but there's something else that, oh, um, what was the one that was in like Hercules and Chaos War? That one was just, I was like really excited when it, when it first was being advertised, but then I just lost interest. Uh, Mitchie or Michiel 76 says, love the videos and I'm halfway around the globe in Europe. So, Hopefully you don't mind that this isn't a video. How many times have you written to a comics letter section before you actually worked in comics? And how many times did you get a letter printed? Of course we want proof. 
Um, actually, I've only done it twice, and they're printed twice. Um, I don't know if I want to give you proof because this was at a time when they included addresses. And I'm trying to think which which address it would have been if there's any any connection to me, which it's not that big a deal, just me being paranoid. But anyways, in the case, it was in Excalibur. Both of them had to deal with Alan Davis. Um, I think I've mentioned that I, I dig Alan Davis. But one was in um, uh, so Excalibur, and the hint will be is um, – so Excalibur started out with Chris, Chris Claremont and Alan Davis, and then there were some issues where Alan was gone – and then he came back. I think Chris had left too, so maybe it was when when Alan was writing and drawing. So I wrote a simple letter, um, and and I that was kind of what I think made it happen. That I was like short and sweet, just you know, being happy that Alan was was back. I th- I think I said it was like R E colon Excalibur, whatever issue it was, and then I I think I just said. Um, like thank you or something like that, you know, you know, with Al or R. E. Allen Davis returns or something, and then the second one I think was in um an issue of Avengers with um Allen Davis, and again it, it was short to the point, and I think <laughs> my my wife makes fun of me when I, when I show it to her or when I showed her. I think I said issue I I don't remember this issue number, but I th- I think I said it was really neat, and then. They they like that, and my wife's like, they probably thought you were a kid writing that, so they just, I don't know. But whatever, it worked. I got printed, so that's all that matters. The Spidey guy, okay, this weird question. Here's a few questions. Hottest chick from D.C.? Um, I don't really think of comic characters in terms of hotness or not, but I, I guess you know you can look. I mean, it's not like I'm oblivious to it. So hottest chick from D.C., and these are your words, not mine. Um uh let's see um first comes to mind is wonder woman you know depending on how she's drawn i mean she she can you know she's like like the ideal woman um i'm not gonna say power girl because you know she can be ridiculous um i i think i have to go with i mean who why am i i don't know why i'm blanking on dc female characters but i think i'm gonna go with with wonder woman um hottest chick from Marvel, um, for some reason, I don't, I don't know if this is nearly my, my top choice, but I always go with like Mary Jane, and I don't think she's my absolute favorite. You know, something about Sue Storm, you know, um, and Jean Grey, who, who's Jean and Mary Mary Jane are both redheads, but not that. But that that's, that's the thing; their hair is so red. I mean, you don't have people in real life with red hair unless they dye it or or they're a clown. Um, so yeah, I think I'll, I'll go with them, or maybe Spider Woman. Um, and third question: Is my wife watching this? She's not watching this. She's most likely not even listening to this, so I don't have to worry about that. And finally, what's my favorite Marvel crossover? I always go with Secret Wars because that was one of the first crossovers, and it brought all the heroes together, and it was just really cool fighting all the bad guys. Back when the Beyonder was actually an omnipotent being and not a mutated inhuman, which is just ridiculous. Pat McGroin, I'm not going to pat your groin. Pat McGroin, <laughs> um, I hope you're still on the site because you only have two posts. Pat McGroin, I keep saying your name. So what is your favorite Batman action figure? Um, I, 
I think maybe uh, if you're talking just strictly Batman, there's a so the Batman hush figure is cool. Um, Dark Knight, Batman, you know Frank Miller's Batman is cool. There's also a Kingdom Come Batman, which is like huge because you know he's got the the big suit. So I, I would go with with, with those. Um, Evolution Two K One. So I was reading the Spider Man series. Using logic, shouldn't Mysterio know 616 Spider-Man's identity? I think that's the one thing that I feel like I miss something when, you know, Mysterio crossing over into the Ultimate Universe and 616, you know, is it the same one? What's going on? How's he know all this? So, yeah, if if Mysterio from 616 is the same Mysterio that was in Ultimate Universe and then we had the death of Peter Parker or Spider-Man, then, yeah, he should know, but... I think that just gives me another reason where I need to to reread that series, and I'm pretty sure it's not a, hasn't been collected yet. But I'm definitely getting the hardcover of that because that, that everyone should read Spider Man. It's a great series. Uh, Matt Wing eighty seven. What do you think of the Bat Wing series? It's one of my favorites in New Fifty Two. Do you think it will last since it sells under twenty k a month? Um, so it is still I'm pretty sure it's still going. I'm trying to think because it, it's on my pull list. And Marcus Toe was recently doing it, but he, I don't think he is anymore. Um, there's something about Black, Bat, Blackwing, um, Batwing that, that throws me off. And in the beginning, I, I, I dug the art, but the plain backgrounds just kind of got to me. And I think we, we need to figure out you know, what's going to be his direction, where is he going to be going? Because then he started hanging out with you know, Justice League International. Then he, you know, he's going around and he, around the world and he shows up. In, in Gotham. So I think I like the idea, you know, and he was supposed to be, you know, in, in Africa, but it's like he needs, needs a good, strong direction and, you know, needs to vary his, his rogues gallery. So, um, I hope it, it lasts, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I admit it's, it's not at the top of my reading list. 47 Taskmaster 47 wants to know if that was a mask behind me from the Court of Owls in the video. So in the Asking You Shall Receive, um, I put up a, a Court of Owls mask. Um, I'm eventually going to repaint my office. So it's not going to be that that color. That color is actually Hawaiian passion. Um, when we moved there and I was going to have a, set up my home office, I was like, I want something really bright and cheerful if I'm going to be working from here you know, however many days. You know, I don't want something boring and drab. So I went with that color. It's not the best color. My wife doesn't like the color. So we're, we're thinking of repainting it. So I, I took down a lot of my um, art that, that was up on the walls. You know, I moved some things around and tried cleaning that, that office a bit. But then when I was still doing the videos, I was like, well, I need something up. So, you know, I still had the, the Jim Lee um, Batman and Superman comic with the, the, the black and white cover. And then I was like, well... I got this other nail here. It's one I just put up the Court of Owls mask. So yeah, I got that at San Diego Comic-Con and they're giving them away at New York Comic-Con. So um, if you ever go to a comic convention, DC's there, maybe they'll still have some. The Spidey Guy has another question. What is your favorite cartoon? Don't forget Phineas and Ferb. Um, I'm not overly familiar with Phineas and Ferb. My, my daughter's seen that a couple times and um, sometimes on a weekend because we usually watch stuff on a, on a DVR and you know uh, when we were done watching an episode and sometimes you know Phineas and Ferb is on so we might watch a couple of minutes of it as far as my favorite cartoon um, 
current cartoon, um, I'd probably have to go with Adventure Time. Um, and then a close second would be Young Justice, but who knows what the fate of Young Justice is. Um, as far as all-time favorites, um, you know, that that's tough because, you know, there's been so many good, like Spectacular Spider-Man was great. Um, Batman, the animated series, that that's also, you know, phenomenal. Batman Beyond, love that. Um, yeah, so let's, let's go with those. Who's my favorite superhero? That's a tough one there, too. Um, I really, I always put Madman at the top of my list. You know, Mike Allred's Madman. You know, part of it because I wanted someone that not everyone knew. So, you know, it could kind of be like, like my, my, my hero. Um, and I just dig Mike Allred's stories and art. Um, and then if we're talking about more mainstream, it's, it's about a tie between Batman and Spider-Man. I mean, it, it goes back and forth flip flops as far as which one I might like more. Like if I could only read one, you know, that'd be tough. Um, so I'll go with, with those three as my, my top three, even though you only asked for one, I'm giving you extra. That's how, how nice and generous I am. Pijuyo, Pijuho, P-I-J-U-Y-O. Is J silent here? Pijuyo. Who's my favorite Venom bearer of the symbiote? I'm going to go with Eddie Brock. You know, the classic Eddie Brock. You know, he was a prom. Um, Matt Gargan, never really cared for him. That, uh, was it Angel Salvador? No, not Angel Salvador. Whatever, that that one guy, the mob guy that died. He, he was doesn't even count. Um, although, you know, Flash Thompson's obviously you know, making his way up to be, you know, a, a strong contender. Um, I liked Eddie Brock as a villain. I didn't like him as the lethal protector. I thought, you know, things started getting a little lame. But with Flash Thompson, and especially, you know, the the first um, few issues, first, like, actually more than a few issues, but Rick Remender and, and Tony Moore, I mean, I love that. That was great, you know, with him and Venom. Now, I'm waiting to see where, where it's going to go. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, you know, he's going to Philadelphia. And I just don't know if they're going to, um, cause I think Colin Bunn's writing it. I don't know if he's going to be focusing on like more mystical stuff, which seems a little weird, but, um, I, I do like Flash Thompson as Venom. I, I think it's, it's great. And, and I'm waiting for the day that, you know, Spider Man finds out, you know, what's going on. Um, what Deadpool eras have I enjoyed? So I love the original, you know, the miniseries, um, Fabian Nicesia. Um, um, Joe Kelly, those were were great. I and I know it's, it's some people don't like him, but I I've, I've enjoyed Daniel Way's entire run. I thought that was great. Um, so yeah, I'll go with those. Uh, but yeah, the, the original series, I, I read a lot of Deadpool before I did that. That um, that Deadpool three minute expert, I reread, had to dig out all those issues and read them all. So yeah, there's a lot lot of good stories. Um, Cable and Deadpool, just some really fun stories there. What do I know about the new Wolverine movie? So just what we've posted. So we, we now know it's not a prequel. It's supposed to take place after X-Men 3. And there's going to be some flashbacks because we, you know, we, we saw Wolverine with his bone claws. And possibly Jean Grey is going to be in a flashback or something like that. So, um, And he's going to end up in Tokyo fighting you know, Japanese mob or something like that. And Mariko is going to be there. So that's all I know. Um, and apparently they're trying to make reassure everyone that it's, it's going to be good. Killen says, how come Hawkeye doesn't have a huge set of enemies and supporting cast? Because he's such an awesome character. He is an awesome character. 
Matt Fraction has been doing a great job. Um, David Aja doing, is doing a great job with, with the art. I think part of it is, um, you know, Hawkeye never really had, you know, a bunch of solo. You know, he never really had a solo series. He had some miniseries, and he was in West Coast Avengers. But he was always, in, you know, West Coast Avengers or Avengers. And I think because a lot of people never really took him seriously. So even though he was leading the West Coast Avengers, and then he was leading the Thunderbolts, um, his villains were always like Avengers villains or Thunderbolt. You know, it was never, he never really had his own. So maybe, you know, we're going to start seeing some more and, you know, maybe we'll see the return of landlord, um, bro. So that, that would be cool. Who's my favorite guardian of the galaxy member. Uh, I got to go with Nova. If we're talking about the, the more recent one, um, for going for the original guardians galaxy, I, I really like Vance Astrovic. Um, as major victory. So I thought that he was cool, but definitely I, I want rich Ryder to return. Why isn't Iron Man as well known as Superman and Batman? That's a good question. Cause you know, Iron Man, you know, a lot of Marvel characters, they had, you know, animated series in, in the late sixties. Um, and I, I made the comment that I don't think, you know, Iron Man was necessarily a household name or like Thor before their movies came out. Um, I think the movie, the Thor movie, really benefited from being tied to the Iron Man movies and the you know the, the upcoming Avengers movie. After that, uh, it's just weird. Obviously, Batman and Superman have been around a lot longer. You know, they started in the late '30s, and then Iron Man started in the '60s. And just Batman, you know, Batman had a TV show. They had the movie serials, and you know, Super, Superman had movies. There's more animated series. Uh, Iron Man was in. He had he had some animated series, and they had I think Force Works series. I just think there's just been more exposure, and and they've existed longer. But now I think people are starting to become aware of who Iron Man is. Boy Wander, what do you think happened to Wally West? I really like his character way more than Bart Allen. But I'm curious as to why they just kind of dumped him when he's the Flash a lot of us grew up with. This is a question I don't know if we're ever going to know the answer to this. When they decided to do the new, and again, I'm I have no official answer in this, so this is just what I I feel has happened. Obviously, when they went with the new Fifty Two, they wanted to go back in some cases and and try to get the actual characters. So even though. You know, a lot of the history of like Batman and Green Lantern, you know, was carried over. They decided to go back with with Barry Allen, and you know, like with Supergirl, you know, they they pushed her back to you know before she arrived on Earth. I think they just said, okay, you know, Barry Allen is alive, so we're going to go with him. As far as why Wally West wasn't introduced right away, I think they really wanted to focus on a single Flash character. Because, you know, Wally West is a Flash, Barry Allen's a Flash. They didn't want to have two characters known as a Flash. And the same thing, you know, when we're talking to James Robinson, you know, a lot of, you know, what he's saying is, is you're not going to see characters on Earth 2 and in Earth Prime or whatever it's called. So Jay Garrick is the Flash, but he's on Earth 2. So we're not going to have Jay Garrick with, you know, Barry Allen until they eventually cross over. So I think that's the main thing is that, you know, they didn't know what to do with Wally West. As far as Bart Allen, you know, he's younger, so he can go into Teen Titans. So that's why I think they can say, well, we don't want to have two Flashes, but we can have a kid Flash. So we'll have Bart, you know, he, he can make it. He can exist. I don't know what they have planned with Wally West. I, 
I want to be optimistic. I don't want to think that he's just non-existent. I think they're waiting for the right time. You know, same thing with Donna Troy and, you know, it's hopefully Stephanie Brown, Cassandra Cain. I think that they're waiting for the right time and the right place where to put him. I would even go out as as, as far on a limb and say they should just de-age Wally and put him in a Teen Titans instead of Bart. I know that would would be hard for a lot of people to accept. You know, a lot of people would not like that. But I guess the question is, would it be better to have a de-aged Wally West than have no Wally West? I want to know, you know, when I wrote that Teen Titans article last week, did Wally West ever hang out with, with, you know, the former members that we knew as a Teen Titans? You know, did any of that, that stuff happen? Does he exist now does he have powers now or is he going to be introduced later and then get the powers because it's it's hard to believe that he's just hanging out somewhere in some other city not doing anything you know he could be having his own adventures he could be fighting stuff we're just not seeing it just because we don't know what's happening necessarily in texas in the new 52 or in in nebraska doesn't mean that nothing's going on there you know we, there could be a whole bunch of of superheroes that we just don't see the same thing could be with with uh, Cassandra Kane because for a while recently we didn't even see her and then you know she popped up you know after uh Batman RAP she kind of you know she left when she she gave up the the bat cowl and Stephanie Brown took it over then you know she turned up in Hong Kong so it's like is Cassandra Kane still in Hong Kong now could she be you know undercover doing you know fighting crime her own way there the real answer is, pro- is probably not but you know we can at least hope that that's the case that Wally West does exist somewhere and and yeah i hear what you're saying that you know Wally West was a flash pretty much since what 1983 that's when when Barry died so it's it's just weird that they're said sorry everyone that's been reading flash for this long but we're going to say goodbye to Wally West for now and i think they're looking more at well we're going to have you know, new readers. We're trying to get a bunch of new readers here, so we're just going to use Barry Allen. Focus on him, but I, I hope I'd like to think that that doesn't mean Wally's completely gone. Same with the other characters. Kerr Space T with his multiple questions. Did I like X Men Evolution? Yes, I did. It was great, and I was very sad, just like everyone else, when it, it ended. Why do fans hate Siege, Dark Reign, and Avengers versus X Men so much? I don't know if. Some of today's readers are just more demanding, or not not necessarily demanding, but maybe less patient. I don't know if it has to do with the price of comics now, and it's like you know we want to get we what we we pay for. You know we don't want something that that doesn't have a point. Um, Siege Siege was was okay. Dark Reign, and you know they they had some repercussions, but then it's almost like you know I, I think also I'm stumbling here. I think that there's a lot of hype put into these and whether that hype, you know, may, we haven't learned our lesson yet, but you know, we see all this hype. It sounds really cool. All these teasers. And then it just kind of like, eh, really? Or and then, you know, it comes to some rush conclusion that just like, that's how, how you're going to go with this. Um, the same thing like Avengers versus X-Men. I mean, I don't think Avengers versus X-Men was as horrible as everyone. And a lot of people hate it. There are some some cool parts, you know, the, the Phoenix Force coming back. Um, I do think it's kind of weird that Phoenix Force always seemed to go after P- 
people with like telepathic abilities and they're usually female except for a couple occasions. And then, you know, someone like Namor gets, gets a portion of power. So yeah, there are some problems. It felt like it dragged on just too many tie-ins, but I don't know. It's just, and then some people just, just are, are quick to judge. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. If you don't like it, that's fine. You're entitled to it, but I just don't like seeing all the hate and negativity. And, and yeah, if something's not good, you should voice it, but may just try to be more constructive is what I say. Don't just say this sucks. You know, are you actually reading it? Or, you know, can you say I were right up to issue five and I said, that's it. You know, then that, that speaks for itself right there. Who would win in a fight? Wolverine or Batman? Um, you know, we always say Batman wins everything. It would depend, you know, could Batman move around? I mean, Batman could maybe find some some crazy nerve that could put Batman out of commission. You know, we know he has abilities. We know he can, he's got that, he knows that killer's touch that nobody in Batman and Robin knew. Um, and Wolverine, I think, would just kind of get too cocky. He's like, oh, here's this dude. He's in a suit. He's dressed like a bat. It's like, whatever. So I'll, I'll go with Batman. It'll be it'll be tough. It won't, I don't think it'd be a, a cakewalk for cakewalk. Is that really even a word? I don't think it'd be a walk in a park with that for Batman. Who has had more sex? Uh, probably Wolverine. Um, Batman has to maintain his Playboy persona, but how much time does he really have to do that when you know he's out at night all the time? Um, do I think? That comic writers should reinvent Golden Age, Silver Age bad guys instead of making new ones, a la Black Hand, Sinestro, and other Jeff John special. I mean, we are kind of seeing that, um, like last week's Action Comics. You know, we, we saw not necessarily Golden Age, but we saw like Kryptonite Man and, and Atomic Skull come back. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's fine to do that. Um, as great as it is to see new characters, sometimes it's it's hard to get on board with them because like, okay, here's some new character. I don't really care, but if he takes someone's like, you know, here's Atomic Skull, you're like, okay, this is cool. We're, we're bringing him back. What's going to happen? So I, I think I'd rather see them reinvented. How do Rainmaker's powers compare to Storm's? Um, you know, if you're talking about Rainmaker, Rainmaker, is she from Gen 13? I'm drawing a blank there. Um, I, I'm, I, I can't answer that right now. Or Rainmaker is a Storm. You know, for some reason, when I read that, I was thinking Sue Storm. I was like, Rainmaker doesn't have invisible powers. Um, I don't know. I, I think Storm's just more powerful. Powerfuler. How would I defy, defy, maybe define A-list, B-list, and so on, heroes and villains? <clears throat> I think it's just based on popularity and, you know, how often they win. Because, you know, you got your, your top-tier characters and you got ones that are kind of dorky. You know, a lot depends on the writing too, and you know just how how they're used. So I, I think that's just the main thing. You know, you get a villain that's that's has a goofy costume or theme. You know, they're not going to be a list. And if they start mopping the floor with the bad guys, and that you know that moves them up. Should Marvel's multiverse get a reset, a la Crisis of Infinite Earth level? It doesn't seem like they need it. You know, yeah, they got a lot of continuity, but um, I think DC just decided, I mean, for a while, you know, DC had so many different worlds that it was just a problem. And Marvel does too. You know, we're seeing it like an extreme X-Men, but
but they just seem to, to keep a tighter rein on it. So I just don't think it's necessary. Uh, what do I think about adding Sunspot to the Avengers? Seems out of no, sort of out of nowhere. Um, Sunspot's never been my one of my favorite characters. Uh, as long as you know, if something could be done with them to make him interesting, then sure. But yeah, I just I never really cared about something. I don't know if it's his attitude or something, but uh, Man Thing versus Swamp Thing, who'd win? Or assuming it's even, it's on even footing for both. Uh, that could be tough, but the way it's written now, it seems like Swamp Thing has like a, you know, he's got, he's an avatar to green, so I think he could pull it out. Whatever happened to Wonder Woman, Wonder Man anyways? Uh, that's a good question. So Wonder Man got really upset and turned on the Avengers, attacked them, you know, got the Revengers together. They destroyed the Avengers Mansion, which miraculously got repaired like overnight. And then... And Avengers 32, a couple weeks ago, he's like, you know, they're like, we're got to go rescue someone. We got the signal. And then he shows up at the park. He's like, I want to help. And it's like, dude, when did you apologize for this? And he, you know, he said, he said something to Captain America, but I don't know. I mean, that was just really weird that he just flipped out and, and turned on them. Is Thor's hammer magic or not? I, I'd say, yeah, it's got Asgardian magic you know, bestowed upon it. Could Dr. Light, um, female, have her own series? That could be a tough sell, but with, you know, waves, you know, like, you know, um, Sword of Sorcery, is there a big fan or fan following for that? So I think depending on the creators, so this goes against the argument that the characters sell and not the creators. If you get, you know, a good writer and artist or both, I think you could do a Dr. Light um, series. I don't know how it would last, but there'd have to be a definite angle, something to make it work, but it could happen. Who owns the Amalgamam, Gram, 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 Ding Dong characters? So when Marvel and DC crossed over, they merged. So we had characters like Dark Claw and um, Bruce Wayne, Agent of Shield. Um, I don't because I, I think some of those comics they were half of them were, were published by Marvel and the other half were by DC. I don't know if they jointly owned them all or if they you know just split it down. Um, but I, I think that's why we haven't seen any more of them because they, they both own them. So I'm sure, I mean, yeah, it's, it's gotta be a joint thing. <clears throat> and prodigy wants to know, do publishers take digital purchases into account when considering sales of their books? I don't think they do. This is something that I asked uh, Marvel. So I, I did a exclusive interview with like the president of, of Marvel digital sales. So you can um, try to find that. Um, or if you really want to know, you can ask and, you know, I'll put a, the link in the, in the comment or someone will do that. Uh, cause I asked, cause this was like, it was around the time, you know, like X 23, a lot of people love the book. It got canceled and whether it was because, of, you know, they never flat out said if it was because of sales or just because they wanted to add her to Avengers Academy and, you know, Marjorie Lou is going to do astonishing X-Men instead. And, but I think it would be great if they did, but it, it, what Marvel says is is like digital sales won't save a comic book at this moment. And I don't know if it's just a matter it, it takes longer to get the sales results, which I would think that there there'd have to be some way because the money's gotta go somewhere and you know, you gotta it's gotta someone's accountable. And you know, if there's profits involved, money involved, people are gonna know, you know, how many issues have sold in that. So I would 
hope that someday that would happen, especially, you know, if they're trying to push digital sales more and more that if more people start going to digital sales, that that could really impact the printed sales if, you know, people aren't buying it, but, you know, so many people are buying it digitally. Um, and do I know where I can find post or you can find posters on comic covers? The Hawkeye number one cover is simply amazing. Uh, DC has, does, they, they occasionally put up art. I don't think they do covers. Um, you're not going to be able to find like just any random cover as a poster. Uh, like you can't say, I want the Hawkeye number one poster. Where can I buy it? Cause it, it doesn't exist. It's going to be a matter of the publishers putting putting them out. I have a really great. I sh- I should put a picture up or something like that. But I have I've, oh, I can't think of the, the number. It's um an amazing Spider Man. It's John Romita Senior. It's like um the downfall of of Green Goblin. It's where he's defeated and you know there's like fire in the background. Spider Man standing there and you know Green Goblin's on the floor. So I I got like a a a, a print of that and it's signed. It's limited. It's signed by John Romita and it's just, it's just great. But I, I totally hear you with um, some of these covers, but I don't think they're going to you know, necessarily put out covers for everything you know, in poster forms because you know, some posters are, are getting more expensive these days. So I would say the only thing you can do is is do a Google search, just comic book poster. Um, but if you do that, you're probably just going to get regular posters, maybe comic book cover, You know, try to search for that. Um, but yeah, it it would be nice, especially you know all those Hawkeye covers are, are poster worthy. So maybe if 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 you bug Marvel, ask them, you know it, it'll happen. Okay, so that for those keeping track, that was page nineteen on the forum. On yeah, the forums. It's now your Twitter hashtag #AskGman questions. So we'll start with some of these. Uh, first, this one is X A X D N Andreas Felipe says, why haven't there been any Marvel DC crossovers? Uh, they're not getting along too well. It seems like, you know, they're more about the competition and I'm not sure, you know, some people said that someone said, I don't know if it was Dan that, you know, for as long as Joe Quesada is editor in chief, there's not going to be any crossovers, but you know, Joe Quesada is not editor in chief anymore. He's, chief creative something or other. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems like it would sell. We don't want crossovers all the time, but it would be cool to see the occasional comic book crossovers. Cause you know, like when Spider-Man Batman, you know, that, that was a great crossover, but it's just, it's too bad. They can't get along. We, we occasionally will still get a, a good crossover, but I, I think there's a demand for it. If they can get the right creative team on there, and if we're not hit with these crossovers all the time, it could be something really cool. They just need to get along. We all need to get along. Kenny Clark asks, if you had to choose, where would you rather work? The Daily Planet or the Daily Bugle? I think I would rather work at the Daily Planet because with J. Jonah Jameson, you never really know what you're going to get. He's just quick to fire everyone. You know, Perry White can 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 get a little angry and yell and stuff like that, but he seems a little more level-headed. Um, and, you know, Lois Lane's working there. You know, she could be cool, although she was she's not so cool in the last issue, Superman. She's kind of being annoying. But, and then, but yeah, definitely Daily Planet. Although now the, the Daily Planet, the Morgan Edge is kind of getting all up in people's faces. So that could make it a little tough. Um, if, if, if 
Morgan Edge is going to be all crazy than maybe Daily Bugle. Because J. Jones James is not that bad of a guy. Although, J. Jones, what am I thinking? He's the mayor now, so it's, it's Robbie Robertson is running the place, right? So let's let's go with the Daily Bugle now. So I just totally flip-flopped on that. Um, Barnloaf. In Superman 13, he mentions he can't feel showers anymore. Can he feel anything, or is he just numb to everything? This is a great question. I should totally bring this up on a, on a podcast because I brought this up before, and of course, you know, someone was questioning why I was thinking about. Because my question is, if if Lois wants to hold his hand, is his hand is it like you know holding? The thing's hand, you know, is his hand as hard as, you know, as steel? Uh, because, you know, bullets bounce off him. They don't penetrate him. They don't cut him. He's not supposed to be able to get cut. So if, if his, he's invulnerable, he shouldn't feel anything. So now here it's saying he can't even feel hot water from a shower. Um, I think it was Corey was trying to say that he can, like, control it, turn it on or off. That just seems, you, how can you control your sensitivity? So I don't know if it's an instinctual thing or, you know, just it, it changes, but it just seems really weird that he can't feel hot water anymore. And the other thing is, and you know, in an issue, he says that he just goes through the motions of, you know, with the shower. Um, does he even get dirty? Because, you know, it used to be that you know, he had that, that thin, super close um, force field surrounding himself. Maybe that's what made him invulnerable. You know, we've, we've seen the force field expanded like in um, All-Star Superman. So does he even need to get, get showered? Is he stinky under that, that force field? Does it air out? So these are questions that I don't know if we'll, we need to know. <laughs> well, maybe we'll find out someday. Um, let's see. Ninja Shroom 5, Albert Alberto Rosado. What Marvel character would you like to see Batman team up with? How about have a fight with? Um, I, I think Batman and, and Iron Man could be interesting teaming up and fighting. Um, just see, you know, will they get along? Can they get along? Um, as far as other characters besides that, I feel like that might be too obvious. Um, you know, I, I'd want to say Spider-Man, but, you know, we've seen that already. Uh Batman and um, I don't know if I'd want to say Batman Wolverine. Would they get along? Batman and Black Widow? Or Batman and, and, and Winter Soldier. That could be cool. Like Batman has to be all, all spy espionage and kick some butt that way. Um... And Albert also says, what's your favorite Batman book besides Batman? Um, I'd say I think my my second would be Batman and Robin. Peter Tomasi has been doing a great job and loving the dynamic between Batman and Damien. Um, I, you know, I've, I've voiced my concern. I think things are getting too happy-happy between Batman and Damien. That, you know, the idea of Batman being a father and them getting along, it's kind of weird. Um, what are your favorite Batman family books not starring Batman? really like Batwoman. Um, there's, you know, a few issues where it, it kind of went down a little bit, but I really like the character. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, it's good. I loving the, um, the, the, the wonder woman, Batwoman team up so that that's been great. Um, as far as other bat family, so Talon, Oh yeah. I almost forgot. I mean, Talon's uh, is Talon really a bat family. I mean, he's not part of the family yet. 
um, he's tied into Batman mythos. So I guess it depends on how you define Batman family. But that that's I I love that. Um, I wish we had a, a Cassandra Kane one, but we don't. Uh, Tim Burt. Oh no, you've woken up and you're a DC villain. But who are you? Your choice, obviously. Also the same for Marvel. Um, I'd want it to be someone good looking like, like me. Hey, um, Bat villain. Um, I would or never Bat villain. I would I would go um with the Riddler. Um. So yeah, I I dressed up as Riddler for Halloween last week. Um, I think he could be cool uh, because you know he's not. Depending on on which version, you know, I want like smart Riddler. You know, I don't want like goofy Riddler. But you know, someone he should be a smart guy. You know, besides for whatever reason, giving out clues, big clues to his, his crimes. But I think that could be good. You know, I wouldn't want to be someone like Two Face or Joker. You know, psychotic or scarred. Or you know, dark side, you know, just evilness, or Lex Luthor be bald, and and just have a hatred all the time for Superman. So I'll go with Riddler um, as a villain. As far as Marvel villain, um, that could be tough. Um, I mean, Mysterio could be cool doing illusions. I don't know if he'd necessarily be my top choice, but he's just what popped in my head. Um, yeah, let's just go with Mysterio now because I, I think he's cool. Or what about Doctor Doom? Although Doctor Doom is scarred, See, I don't want to be scarred. I'm so vain, right? Um, but Doom is cool, and he's got all his power. And he he spent some time. I I don't want to know, but I'm kind of curious. What was his time with Scarlet Witch like? You know, did they ever get 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 funky, get get intimate? That's something we don't need ever need to know. But you can't help but wonder. Um, Michael Gonzalez, dead. Pool tech guy is Madam X really Madam Xanadu in a new DCU? I still haven't read that um, Madam X National Comics book because that's what I thought. And you know, we talked about it last week. Uh, I don't know if Sarah read the issue, but she said no, they weren't. Um, but you know, they both had tarot cards, and it seemed like they were. Um, it's a little bit of a, a too much of a coincidence to have two Madam X's, and you know, but then be different. Um, so I'm sure someone else has an answer that we'll put it in the, in the comments is Madam X really Madam Xanadu. But then there's, what about, um, Olivia Newton, John Xanadu. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> um, Portland Batman is Jason Todd's old Robin costume still in the Batcave Now that he's alive again, I'm trying to think, cause I know we, we saw an, an issue of justice league where, that letter from Flashpoint still exists, even though it seems like DC doesn't want to talk about it. I'm trying to think if, if the costume is still there. Because after Jason came back, it, it was still there. Um, it did the, the case did get smashed, but I don't know if he would still keep it. I mean, I, I think, I would think he still keeps it there as a reminder that he lost a Robin. So yeah, he may have come back. There may have been a bunch of other stuff that happened. But I think that Batman would keep it there, not as like a trophy, but it's supposed to be like, hey, this is serious business. This was a messed up time. Mistakes were made. This cannot happen again. And it's just a reminder also, you know, whoever else wears a costume, just like, you know, this can happen. So, you know, don't be a, a dumbass. <laughs> like Fred Foreman would say. Um, Barn Loaf is really interested in Jim Lee's X-Men run. Where should he start? Specific trades. 
obviously I don't know this off the top of my head. <clears throat> I I would I would wonder if they ever did like you know a Jim Lee X Men omnibus. I mean that you think would make perfect sense, <clears throat> but um, I mean when he started X Men, you know after Mark Silvestri that would be a good place to go. And then there's a, when they did the X-Men series, when they, they launched a second series. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't say that I'm overly familiar with the X-Men trades because, you know, I bought all the single issues, so I wasn't buying the trades for those. So, but I'm sure if you looked on Amazon and, you know, for, did a search for Jim Lee X-Men, you know, something has got to pop up there. And the last question is from Kyle Lee Gressley, uh, who is KL The Flash 711. What did you think about Batman Earth One by Johns and Frank? <clears throat> um, let's let's stop right there or pause right there. Um, so I, I did a little like like feature spotlight on on that. It it was good. Um, it, you know, it, it I always like seeing it. It's it's like a, a good cover song. You know, I I enjoy the cover songs. Hearing you know s- someone else's take on it, I don't like a cover song when it it's an absolute you know carbon copy of you know what what we've had. It, you should add your own own feel to it, and I feel that's what what Jeff Johns did. You know, he changed some things. Um, I didn't like what he did with with Martha, like changing her her family background. If we ever see a sequel to that, uh, I'd be curious to see you know what what they do and how they're going to tie that in um i really didn't like the costume but you know those are just just minor things i didn't like seeing seeing the eyes i thought that was that was a little weird but um it, it i but i did enjoy it um it, it was good uh continuing any word on other earth ones well i should point out that superman earth one volume 2 came out so i did pick that up as I record this, I have not had a chance to read that yet. Um, maybe I'll read that on my way to Long Beach on, on the airplane. It's not a long flight, but I should, should be able to read it there. And by the time you see this, maybe there will be – probably not. I'm, I'm, I want to do like another feature and just do a write-up on it. So I'll, I'll try to get that ASAP. So hopefully by the time you hear this, I'll talk about that. Any other Earth ones like Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman – <clears throat> nothing's been announced yet. Um, well, there, there's there been rumors of a Wonder Woman Earth one that I think it, the rumor was um, Yannick Paquette is doing the art. Um, I forget who was rumored to be writing it. Um, but yeah, there's been nothing announced. I would think, well, I mean, Superman Earth one was successful. You know, obviously they did a second one. You know, they, they got working on it right away. You know, it took a while. Um, cause you can't rush, rush the work, rush, can't rush the quality. And, you know, Batman, I believe was successful, you know, with, with Jeff Johns and Gary Frank on there. So I don't, I mean, there's a question, do we need to see all these earth ones? You know, they're, they're nice. Like I said, to see a different interpretation. So I'm all for it provided we get some good quality stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't want to just see another earth one book just to do another one. And 
if we do get a lot of these Earth, like if we do see like Green Lantern, Flash, then maybe we'd get like Earth One Justice League sometime because that could be interesting to see if there's if they tie them all together. Because like I said, I haven't read Superman yet, but I'm wondering, you know, they I would assume they exist in the same universe. So you know, could we see Earth One Batman and Earth One Superman, you know, team up? That 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 could be good to see. But we'll just have to wait and see to find out what happens there. That is all the questions that I will take this week. So we're at, um, how long have we been doing here? We've been talking for an, I've been talking for an hour. Um, so I need you to let me know what you think of this format. Um, Is this, is this, does this work for you? You know, do you need the visuals? I mean, trying to think back to the questions I answered, you know, I don't, I don't know if we necessarily need all these visuals for the, the stuff I'm talking about. Um, yeah, sure. There's going to be some time where if, you know, like when someone threw up an image of, of, you know, a page from Wonder Woman. So, you know, yeah, we're going to want to want to see that, but I, I'm, my main concern, and you know, I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys, is you know, I, I look at the views from from our videos. The views for for the videos ha- have been good. Uh, you know, I'm I'm always looking at what you know if it's worth doing, and I I can't say, you know as as good as they are because you know I do those Monday posts where you can see you know what's the the top viewed video, so you, you know people are watching it and. You know, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you guys are, are watching, and hopefully you're watching, you know, the majority of it, if not all. But I know that can be a, a long time to, to sit and watch. You know, maybe you start it and you come back to it. But it's just it, – it just takes so incredibly long, and I'd love to – do. my problem is I want to do too much. You know, there's, there's so much I, I would like to do, so many other things, and, you know, maybe – this is what I need to do just to kind of step back a little bit. I don't want to take away from it. I love, absolutely love answering your questions. You know, I love that you guys have all these questions for me that you care to hear my answers. You know, I had a bunch of people at New York Comic Con saying, Hey, you know, like you're, you're asking, you shall receive videos. And I was never crazy about that name. And I'm probably not going to be crazy about whatever name I call this. You know, once I make it official by now, there's, there's got to be something. Um, hopefully it's something that, that I won't cringe every time I have to say it. So yeah, we're going to see how this goes. I just, I, again, I don't want to lose anyone that, you know, the viewers after saying, cause you know, there was a couple of people that said they, they preferred the videos, but hopefully this makes things more convenient where you can actually listen to it. And hopefully just listening to my voice for over an hour is not going to put you to sleep or anything like that, that, you know, you're you're going to be hanging on the edge of your seat with my every last word or whatever that that saying is. So we're going to try this. We'll see how this goes. We'll do this again. And like I said, it's I don't just want to do you know answering stuff. I would like to mix things up. And obviously, I'll make it clear if if I get someone else on here. Um, but yeah, I I I I don't want to just say this is only me you're going to be talking because. As much as you guys might like it, you know, it's it's hard for me to say it. it's just gonna be me all the time. So I'll have to line up trying to get some some people on Skype. And it's mainly gonna be about about timing and scheduling, because you know, we share this this studio with 
you know, a bunch of people here at CBS Interactive. So if I block out a certain time each week to guarantee that I get this done, it's just a matter of arranging things with whoever, you know, whatever time zone they're at to, to try to make things work out. So we'll try to do something because I, I, I really like the idea of adding in, you know, more other, other stuff just to, to mix things up. So this is, again, it's not meant to take away from the regular podcast because, you know, doing that can be fun, you know, having conversations with others, you know, so it's not just me sitting here talking to myself, but I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to all of you guys. It's like all of you are in this room with me, but I think I have rambled on enough I've been here for over three hours, um, and I got to go to the bathroom. Over three and a half hours, I think, I've been here now. So um, let me know what you think. Put the comments, you put your your comments down below, and we will do this again. Keep asking your questions. We're we're actually getting caught up on the the ask page. So um, hopefully you know, we'll be more consistent. So go again to the general forums. There's ask G man video questions. We're going to keep it there. Um, I may, I don't know if I necessarily need to start a new thread, you know, for this, I might do that. Or maybe, you know, maybe I'll put something in, in the podcast, um, forms also on Twitter. Like I always say, you know, Twitter will get you a, a absolute quicker response because I need to make sure those don't disappear. Um, but so you can, you know, Contact me on Twitter all the time, you know, G-Man from Heck. Uh, I like to think I'm pretty good at responding to everyone that, you know, asks me something or say something. But if you want a specific question answered here, and I'll give you, you know, the little shout out, um, use a hashtag, ask G-Man, and I will say your name. Say your name on the air. So you've been listening to the Tony G Show, Late Night with Tony G, Tony G's Q&A T, no, no TNA. You can't have any of that. That that's that's gonna be like super premium service. So thanks for listening, and I will talk to you soon. I love you guys. Thank you, and good night. Oh, one more thing. Thanks to Crash Landon for the um awesome intro and this outro you are about to hear now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you very much.